1: stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started
2: i said need for speed was a mistake and oh boy does it look like it is
3: hot garbage made out of spray paint and
2: can that just be like the can that be the new jingle? <laughs> Gamers 2, hot garbage made out of spray paint. Hot
3: garbage made out of spray paint. And dreams.
2: I think it would have been looked better if it was made in dreams. Maybe. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Or at least justifiable.
3: It is ugly, just like the Gamers 2 podcast. Your weekly roundup of news and commentary. Related to the video game industry. And anything we else speak, that might pique
2: our interest. Speak for yourself. Tommy Dungeons is beautiful.
3: All right. Tom Dungeons going to run these dungeons.
2: <laughs> I'm going to fucking do the thing.
3: I, hey, I suppose... I'm dungeoning here.
2: Yay. <laughs> oh, hey, they got one back. Good boys. Well, it begins. Not going to be shot out. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying. There's a chance. I guess we should get right to the new releases.
3: I guess, you know, in case... I don't case... Really
2: have any other joy until we get to the news, so...
3: Yeah, there, well, there's not much joy this week, let's be honest.
2: That's true. We still exist. Exactly. Pain and suffering is, Life what
4: is we Life is still know.
3: a thing. Existence is pain. Existence is
2: pain, Jerry.
4: <laughs>
2: uh, number one, Marauders for the PC. Number two, Dakar Desert Rally. I watched this for the I'm PC, intrigued PlayStation and Xbox. What part are you trailed Are you <laughs> intrigued about
3: uh, the whole thing?
2: Okay, all right. Explain it then. Give me a little rundown. What am I? Well, looking at? you know, it's like all right. Is so it so world yeah. rally, but desert or kind of. Early it's horses? got. Is this Hidalgo?
3: <laughs> that would be pretty dope, actually. It's just all different types of. Uh... Like, the Dakar Rally, they do different classes. So, you know, there's, there's like, those big fucking crazy trucks. There's trophy trucks. There's, uh, like, okay. cars. There's, and it looks like you can kind of, like, go at it however you want. Interesting. And it has some, like, off-roady vibes for obvious reasons. But I don't know. What would have given that away? Maybe the desert? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I'm intrigued. I might, might check
2: it out. I like that I managed to get a reference. Already, the weird reference to the movie Hidalgo, an (laughs) Owen Wilson horse racing movie. Hidalgo. I don't think anybody remembers.
3: Is it? Isn't? Doesn't it have Viggo Mortensen in it?
2: Maybe at some point.
3: Hidalgo. Hidalgo. There was two horse racing. Well, there's Seabiscuit. Well, yeah. I mean, there's Seabiscuit, but there's another one that's similar to Hidalgo.
4: Not Black Beauty. No. I, I'll try. I don't know what the name of it would be. I'll just Google it while you're doing new releases.
2: Right. Yeah, it's got Vigo Mortensen in it. Is it yeah. oh, okay. all go? Yeah. Okay, alright. Glad we settled that. <laughs> Number three, Overwatch 2. PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number four, Death vs. Let It Die for the PC. Number five, I don't even want to mention it, but the PlayStation Stars loyalty program started. Woo! Get yourself a sweet Tyrannosaurus Rex trophy that looks like garbage in your garbage trophy collection.
3: You know what? Didn't even throw anything about that in here.
2: How just how bad it all looks because it looks like a shit show.
3: I didn't even look at any of it. I just I
2: saw another screen. So we got sent Dewey's like two or whatever. Yep. Uh, And then I saw a screen grab of somebody that had about five, maybe in that. God of War giant glyph writing that apparently looks like it's maybe supposed to symbolize shelves or something. And, oh, my God, it looks like you just put a JPEG on top of a JPEG. It looks so
4: bad. My entire drive just crashed. (laughs) Ha-ha! Got him. I literally don't know what's next. Medieval Dynasty.
3: For PS five, and Xbox Series X. Near automata, the end of your hot edition. <laughs> Coming to the Switch. Uh Skir ritual.
4: Say what? Skir? S K E R? Sk <laughs> It's either that or sker.
2: Sker. I like that. Like the the old Viking clan skeleton. Yeah. It's more Scottish, I guess. But there's no accent, so
3: yeah. Uh, Triple take.
2: No Man's Sky on the Switch. I'm so curious to see a review for that just to see how it runs comparatively to everything else. Like, how, yeah. does, how does Planet Takeoff happen?
3: All I saw was articles talking, referencing back to like how Sean Murray was like, yeah, this will never run on the Switch.
2: Oh, of course.
3: So. And that was on the Switch. Yep. And then finally,
4: Super Power Three, coming to PC. Well, it's only fair then. I take odds now. Damn it!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which means we start at number one. My, ha ha! Got him! <laughs> I,
0: I can't believe it.
3: Now you're evens. So you get to deal with CD Projekt Damn it. names. Number one, Activision Blizzard's executive vice president for corporate affairs, Frances Townsend, has stepped down from her role. She had joined the company in March 2021, and her last day was Friday, September 30th, according to the Wall Street Journal. Townsend, a former Homeland Security advisor under U.S. President George W. Bush, will continue to act as senior advisor to the board and CEO Bobby Kodak, but will no longer be an Activision Blizzard employee. Well, uh, I feel like that's fair considering she was the VP for corporate affairs and all of Blizzard's
2: affairs are not swell. So, She's also the one that had the like, horrible post when this all started.
3: Yeah, where um, when all the... I don't even know what you want to call them. Accusations, revelations came out.
2: She was like, ah, it's bullshit. Which, you know, great for somebody to come out with that. Yep. Let's go for other weird, or well, you know what, I don't even know. Number two, Tencent has reportedly made a shift in its acquisition strategy with plans to take bigger stakes in companies outside of China. According to people familiar with the matter, the firm aims to shift from its position as a passive financial investor in mainland businesses to a majority stakeholder in overseas firms, notably in gaming assets in Europe. Tencent is also looking to acquire European assets related to the so-called metaverse.
4: Matt, one company attempts to dabble in both those categories. Which one is it? In both categories? Yes.
3: As in metaverse? i said
2: attempts to dabble in both categories. As in metaverse and existing in Europe.
3: <laughs> metaverse and a dis- existing in Europe. Um, Ubisoft? <laughs> oh, we oui, oui. That's a good point. That's a good point. I will say... If you're a weird person who stays current with events going on in the world and with what's happening with China, you would this would be a very logical decision on their part. Cuz China's going through a little bit of a financial shakeup. And uh western nations, particularly the United States are starting to put a little bit of a squeeze on on China.
0: Just let me because
3: uh, yep, because you know Russia. That's a different type of squeeze. Russia turned out to be a little bit of a paper tiger. So what? They're you know they didn't just have fighter jets flying over Poland. Chinese companies would be wise to get their tentacles into That's businesses. Companies. Oh, don't worry. We'll we're talking about <laughs> tentacles later. Don't you oh, worry. God.
5: <laughs> oh, I can't wait.
3: Um Yeah, there you go. Little little current events for you
2: Don't let it ruin your day.
3: <laughs> go go pop your depression medicine and let's let's get to it.
5: <laughs> Welcome to
2: fun- <laughs> Welcome to Uncle Dane Matt's current events affairs. It's about uh, to be shitty. The world's shit. Better off killing yourself. Have you taken your depression meds and have a Have a beer nearby. (laughs) Join us. Where we tell you how bad everything is. Unlike John Krasinski's Some Good News, we're just going to give you the news. All bad news. (laughs) Only bad news. Good news is a lie. (laughs) Fake news. Brought to you by the man. (laughs) Try to keep those endorphins up. We're here to take them down. (laughs) Kick those good feelings in
3: the balls. Number three, Sony intends to manufacture two million PlayStation VR 2s by March 2023. As per Bloomberg, sources told the publication that the plan is based upon expectations that the supply chain issues will be somewhat relieved. The original PSVR headset was released in 2016 for the PS4. And it went on to sell 5 million units.
2: Because it was trying to do number sizes at home. That's a lot. Okay. Yeah. I saved you the time.
4: 2 million
3: by March is uh, ambitious, I feel like.
2: Oh, for
4: sure. It, it is ambitious and... It, I don't know. How many do we think they sell in the first year? I don't know because if they launched in march
2: if they launch in march and they make 2 2 million by march how many then do they sell and if a rival company also makes 2 million how many do they sell and at what time do they meet i think that's how the arithmetic question goes oh yeah two trains
3: there's there's a lot of moving parts to this question because so you have the PSVR two, which, as is, PS five only. Uh, no
2: word of PC support, even though that would be much appreciated. Well, didn't the four technically not have word of that either? Either, yeah, and still also work on it. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it might be no support. Doesn't mean it won't function. It'll just take the first the first reviewer to go. Does this work on my PC? It does. Okay, all right. <laughs>
3: the uh htc vive has been teasing something that oh, what are they kicking a dead horse um facebook is apparently working on their next version of the quest like as in it'll probably be out quest 3 in 2023 quest or whatever 3. their next quest 3 tokyo drift yeah and then um
2: <laughs> just picturing that now
3: apple still has their thing who knows where that is but I have a feeling that all those they're, although, they're sorry, waiting
2: for their European issue to get solved first.
3: I, I have a feeling that all of their uh, wireless charging, bro. I yeah, because Apple's known for that.
4: I have a feeling that they're all going to hit in 2023. Interesting, but um, that would be
2: a, that now. That would actually be a fun scenario where you, then you could actually compare them closer together instead of years apart from each other. These things tend to line up. I think
3: it's going to all be based on, like, display availability. And there was another story that's not in here, and it's not really relevant to anything, but it factors in to where LG is one of the major OLED display manufacturers. And uh, they commented on the fact that the demand for large screen OLED panels has diminished to the point of where they are going to move production. Uh, and start making 32-inch and 27-inch OLED displays. Interesting. So, I, I think... I like the idea of a 27-inch OLED,
2: you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying, yeah. You I'm, know what, I'm right, not right like there it, with you. No you know what I don't like the idea of? The price tag. yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> you understand a man with a wallet problem. So,
3: yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, the price is... Obviously, it always comes down to price. I think if it's priced... Fairly, whatever that
2: is. <laughs>
3: what I, I don't, whatever I don't even know. Means. I don't even know. I mean,
4: I think they could sm- sal- smell. They could Ooh, sell. They could smell it. That is true. I don't even know. I want to say something it, like a, a million? million. That's what I kind of want to say is
2: like a million in the first year, but I'm, I'm we're saying first year is March to March. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. And I think it's possible as well.
3: Yeah, I mean, if they're getting aggressive, I guess they could be more, but... But I, a... I
2: think a million is a safe number. Half yeah. their inventory. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Again, unless they start announcing the home stuff and whatever that we all want them to. Then maybe they go to more. If they don't have any actual good games, maybe they go less. You never know.
3: There is a rumor about a PSVR game later on, but we'll just save it for then.
2: Yeah, we will, because number four is my time to shine. And I can't wait for halfway through this, this to crash. Number four, CD Projekt joint CEO, Marcin Avinski, announced that he is, I'm for the record, 110% just winging this. No idea if that's the guy's name. I mean... You're the man for I the job. Uh, I hate that. <laughs> Announced that he is stepping down from that role by the end of the year as he submits his candidacy to be the chairman of the company's supervisory board. Davinsky would succeed...
4: Uh, oh, God, I've, I've had to pronounce the name before. Uh, Katruzynia S- Svark?
2: Svark? Svark? I don't know,
3: man. It sounds good uh, when you say it. The current <laughs>
2: <laughs> Don't say that. The current chair of the supervisory board. Say the name. The Daddy. company <laughs> The company also provided an update to that hugely ambitious strategy that would further its existing tentpole franchises and add a new one. CD Projekt said that it is at work on its third intellectual property, Project Hadar which will not be tied into The Witcher or Cyberpunk 2077. Hadar has been in incubation since last year, is currently in the conceptual phase, and is being developed entirely within CD Projekt. As for existing franchises, Cyberpunk 2077 will see a sequel that will prove the full power and potential of the Cyberpunk universe bullshit. Developed by CD Projekt Red's new Boston studio, a separate team from CD Projekt's acquired Boston developer The Molasses Flood and called Project Orion. Meanwhile, The Witcher will see a new trilogy of games developed by CD Projekt Red, along with the Molasses Flood's take on the franchise, codenamed Project Sirius, and a project known as Canis Majoris that will be developed by a third-party studio. I hate this entire paragraph. (laughs) The new trilogy of Witcher games are intended to release over a six-year span, with the studio saying the second and third games will lean on the technological foundation being built for the initial chapter, which is codenamed Polaris. Polaris is also set to be the first major release from CD Projekt built on Unreal Engine technology. The company announced in March that it would be switching to Epic's engine for the next installment of The Witcher and future games because, quote, in the past, we spent a lot of resources and energy to evolve and adapt Red Engine with every subsequent game release, end quote. The company said that most of CD Projekt's upcoming games will also feature multiplayer. End quote. So, let me simplify that for you. You don't give a shit about project code names. They're working on a third IP. There's supposed to be a new Witcher thing, not developed directly by Cyberpunk or by the CD Projekt guys, but by a new team that they got in Boston. And more Witcher games are on their way.
4: Three of them. Over six years. None of those will be on Red Engine. More than likely, all going to be on Unreal. Which one are you forgetting? The Cyberpunk sequel, the Cyberpunk sequel, which is yeah, CD Projekt, and you got
2: the you... supposed multiplayer part. Uh, grain of salt.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, Cyberpunk sequel, New Witcher trilogy, to an another separate Witcher game, new
2: IP. Most of them will all have multiplayer. In theory. In theory. So. That is a lot to take on for a studio that does one thing at a time.
4: For a, for a publishing house that does one thing at a time. I think it's funny. Because.
3: Also. Where's the next gen version of The Witcher? Did that come out yet? No. Okay. Didn't we make. When, I, you, when I feel- you say.
2: Next gen version of The Witcher,
3: yeah, there was a next gen update.
2: Oh, that might be out. I don't know for sure though, because I played it in 2015 and moved on.
3: I'm pretty sure at some point we theorized that Cyberpunk was had such a rough launch because they were doing trying to do too
2: much at once. That wouldn't I I wouldn't put it past us to, to theorize that
3: and i feel like at some point they had said something along those lines where we were
2: rushing things
3: and then they're like wait a second guys what if we made six games
2: they they're they're doing and i mean i don't want to i don't want to insult them are you going to make a ubisoft Ooh. reference <laughs> <laughs> they're starting to look french you know what i mean yeah that's yeah. all i'm saying <laughs> yeah they got berets little mustaches baguettes
3: Beneath, wearing, Beignets,
2: that, wearing
3: that fucking white and red
2: striped shirt. Uh, what's the what's the French scarf that I'm trying to think of the name of? I don't know. I don't. I don't know the name for it. It's like a. It's like a really like thin. Like it's not. a yeah. winter scarf that we think it's more like a. Yeah, it's like a cashmere thing or yeah. something. <sighs> it's gonna bug me. I don't know the name of that. It's like man, why is every breakfast around, every breakfast sandwich around here on
4: croissant?
3: Croissant. Um There are a lot of companies making the switch to Unreal Engine, and I kind of am looking forward to that dropping. Like like those games dropping and seeing if it has a noticeable impact on what they're capable of doing as in like since they don't have to worry about developing an engine if, you know, we'll see that in the quality
2: of the game. I'm looking at it from two ways. That, quality of the game, but also, if it's a new studio, like the uh Forspoken, mm-hmm. where it's like new IP, new studio, new Unreal, your bar doesn't exist. Your bar is whatever you need it to be. Go nuts. I'm happy to see it when it comes out. Something like, CD Projekt going to Unreal, you have a bar that I need you to surpass Mm -hmm. because I know how screwed up that engine is. Yeah. And like what its issues are. So if all of a sudden everything looks and runs better in Unreal, then my argument is why didn't you do this earlier? It's basically the same thing where Bethesda all of a sudden went to Unreal or another commercially supported one type of thing instead of trying to do their own and run into consistent issues, would everything be better for it?
3: Yeah, the other thing that I'm keeping an eye on is if it's going to be one of those situations where all games look similar. You know how like something like I know, a, I know what you mean. The, like the this U- generation of engines, I feel like like the engines that are currently in use, you
2: could like pick them out of a lineup, kind of like. potentially. But we can also pick like an Ubisoft game out of a lineup right now. Yeah, because all Ubisoft games look alike. Exactly. But so like but if that's everyone's so using an Ubisoft thing, like we even see that when we're watching. Mm-hmm. Uh oh my god what was that biking game the downhill entertaining fun time Riders Republic yeah when we saw Riders Republic we we're like oh it'll be soft just because regardless of the actual like visual of the game mm-hmm. the colors the animation the stylistic choices and everything like that made it look the same where yeah but I do think I what you're getting at a little bit where when we saw Forspoken for the first time and then there were a couple other ones that kind of trickled out with trailers that were very close to tech demo trailers, and we're like, mm-hmm. "Do you guys all just kind of like take the same how to use Unreal class and now we're all kind of looking the same, yeah,
3: that's what I'm wondering if we'll if we'll see some similarities because, you know they're all using like the same tool sets or something like that, but
2: I'm hoping it becomes unreal as like the base, and then they you know yeah, they like develop have good their artists, own... good rigs, good you know whatever tools one would hope, yeah, I mean, listen, I only got so much left, you know what I mean, yeah.
4: uh, hope
2: that is be clear
4: that's fair it's fair world's really beaten beaten you down these days speaking of getting beaten down
3: blizzard has confirmed (sighs) overwatch 2 has been targeted by at least two ddos attacks and is continuing to work on restoring the game which at this point that's probably good to go um Blizzard boss Mike Yabara first acknowledged the server issues via Twitter, thanking players for their enthusiasm and asking for patience. He later confirmed the company was, quote, experiencing a mass DDoS attack, end quote, that was, quote, causing a lot of drop connection issues, end quote. Eight hours later, the game's director, Aaron Keller, tweeted that Blizzard was, quote, steadily making progress on server issues and stability, And quote, but added that the team was, quote, working through a second DDoS attack, end quote. Also, Blizzard has removed the SMS protect requirement as long as you have a connected battle.net account. Have you partook of the Overwatch 2? No. Okay.
2: Uh, So I logged in. I did download it. I logged (laughs) in. And I just checked, like, all my heroes and skins and whatever. Because I knew I had boxes I didn't open going into two. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, see what I got. Uh, I noticed a couple new things, nothing crazy. And I was just like, okay. And then I walked back out. because I had to finish questing in WoW.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Doing the grind. Priorities. Yeah. That's fair. Gotta keep them straight. Everyone's got priorities. Exactly. Like parfaits. Um. Do you see anything about it? It's Overwatch. To watch 2? No, no, nothing crazy.
2: No, because like the PvE part's not out for till next year. This is just the multiplayer mm-hmm. revamp. Uh other than the fact that, you know, you can't get into a game because everybody's trying to play it. That's really it.
3: Good problem to have, I guess, for them.
2: Yeah. Sort of. Uh number six, Pete Hines, former senior VP of Global Marketing and Communications at Bethesda Softworks has been promoted to Head of Global Publishing at the studio. Additionally, Aaron Losey, Vice President of Global Marketing and Communications, will now lead all of Bethesda's global marketing and communication efforts. Heinz joined Bethesda Softworks in 1999 as a member of the marketing team, primarily working in a PR capacity on the studio's Fallout projects. So we might have a new face come E3 slash Game
4: Awards slash... Summer Game Fest. Yeah, you think? Well, if if Aaron's actually taking over,
2: there like as the communication person, there's this chance that it's not Pete anymore. A chance.
3: Yeah, for sure.
2: That it would be Aaron and Todd instead.
3: That would make sense. But Pete Hines is like the Phil Spencer, you know, of
2: Bethesda. Todd Howard's the Phil Spencer of Bethesda. Yeah, I guess. I don't
3: know though. With for me, whenever I see Todd Howard, I just everything he says goes in one ear and out the other because I'm just like Todd, you're just filling me up with full hot air. Whereas
2: Pete Hines, I'm like, I'll listen to you. True, okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Todd
4: Howard's more Hideo, yes, yes, yeah, which actually is correct (laughs) tactically. What if Todd Howard and Hideo Kojima made a game together? I don't even know what that would be. I don't either, because
2: immediately I went oil tycoon, and (laughs) then I was like, that can't be a thing.
4: But (sighs) Wouldn't it just be Death Stranding? Hideo's psychoness with Todd Howard's massive open world that is empty.
2: I guess, yeah. Or like... Yeah. The only thing is that you need Todd Howard to do more marketing for false promises. Yeah.
4: This I mean, also I guess. Me
2: just ripping on the last few fallouts. Not I guess necessary. thinking about
3: it, like, that wouldn't be very exciting to have them together because it would just no, be
2: like. No, it would not. In fact, I think that would actually be pretty bad. Yeah,
3: it'd be like having, like, two Steve Jobs or something like that. You know, would just be like, oh, That's gross.
2: Yeah, and with no with no Wozniak, you're kind of like, all right, dude. Yeah. It, like ba- Bill Gates without Steve Ballmer? Come on, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Steve Ballmer. <laughs> <laughs> Still one of the greatest stage presences. <laughs> <laughs> was it the Windows 98 release? Is that what it was? Oh. Or the XP release? Whatever that announcement was, was great. Everybody up on stage dancing, and there's Steve Ballmer. Dude, nuts.
3: <laughs> uh, so my turn. It's my turn. Yeah, it is. Uh, number seven. Ubisoft has created. You're gonna wait for this. A new global creative office, which it says will elevate creativity and and ensure that it delivers high quality games. The organization will be made of polls which Ubisoft said, quote, will leverage their expertise to dive into the specificities, I hate that word so much, (laughs) of their audiences, game design and tech, end quote. Additionally, the announcement said that the chief creative officer, Igor Macau, who is central to the creation of the new global creative office, will be departing the publisher by the end of next month you want me to tell you how long he made it in that position
4: uh, can i guess yes 8 months longer than that 9 months <laughs> i think wait does it say when he's leaving well, he'll be by the end i of think the next he started month. in march 21 so, a all a year and 8 months. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was
3: March. He started sometime in 2021. Okay. <laughs> that opens
2: up about a 12 month window.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh So, give or take a year. Yeah, give or take a year. <laughs> it's fine. I first off, You don't hire a guy named Igor to, (laughs) I'm sure he's a nice person, but you don't hire a guy named Igor to create a global creative office and then let him leave. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if, like, hell, if I wasn't working in those offices, you weren't hearing me walking down the hill yelling, Igor, Igor, Igor. I can't get over the
3: idea of Ubisoft creating a, um the hell were they calling it? Global creative office. I feel don't we do this like every year? I feel like we always have a conversation about we Ubisoft it, restructuring their creative department.
2: Yeah. They make a new team that's usually created by a person leaving or a person that it leaves right after it gets created. Like, Hey, we came up with a new head of yada, yada. And two months later,
4: they're gone. Also, even in this, it's too late. I feel like at this point, you kind of have to. um... Ubisoft is too centralized. Ubisoft needs us.
2: And they need to stop listening to the podcast to get our ideas. And just hire us so we can fix you.
4: Let us fix you. Let me fix you. I don't even know. I'll be a ceremonial gimmo. I don't know if I want that job.
3: All right. Stage one of fixing Ubisoft. Who are we
2: selling it to? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And as you can see here, my final proposition... We've gone over some ones. I know you're not fans. Canceling a couple of games, you don't want to cancel. I understand. You're not. You know. You're not sure. The last one, I'm not sure. It's a wild, wild thought. But you gotta open. You gotta have your mind open to everything. Because right now, you guys are floundering. Ten cents says they'll buy you for three dollars. So, <laughs> I'm just saying, there's a way out. We might be able to get three fifty, at most. We can all go get Happy Meals. Which toy do you want? (laughs) Oh. I would, would like, love full autonomous creative control and to hire and fire as I so please because the first person that mentioned that NFT bullshit to me with uh, Ghost Recon. Oh, cool idea. You're fired. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Why? Throw, because out you're window. actually trying to make this game worse. Get out of my office. How many Assassin's
4: Creed games did you guys want to do? Stop that. You get one, and it comes <laughs> out in three years.
2: I'll make an agreement. You get one in four years. You get one in three years, and one next year, if you can sell me on how good the one next year could be. Oh, It's more like, you get three years. We can
3: have it done in two.
2: Alright, you just add another year. It's gonna out in four years. <laughs> if you try to rush anything, so help me God, I will not bring down the... Ra- I will break your server. It's just constantly walking around with a cane through their offices, just threatening to break machines <laughs> because they're going too fast. No, stop that. Uh, Alright, where's the Splinter Cell book? What Splinter Cell book? I, I don't care what basement you have to go to. Bring it to me. <laughs> Where's the Beyond Good and Evil 2 team? You're fired. <laughs> Just leave. You're not helping any of us. Honestly, take the
4: IP with you. Go nuts. Oh, Ubisoft. You, do you realize how fast I would stop
2: them making almost everything? Pivot oh, so fast into half the staff would be gone like it would be not a fun time but i'd be like you guys can either stay and work with our things or you can take your ip and leave Mm -hmm. i will allow you to make beyond good and evil two, and i will sign the legal documents such but you're
4: not doing it here because you're wasting my time yeah i would where's just where's the just dance crew You guys, just do whatever the fuck you want. Clearly, you're the only people here (laughs) that just produce
2: money. I don't care. Uh. The only thing I'm concerned with is how much this copyright shit's going to cost. You
4: let me (laughs) know at the end.
0: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.
4: The guitar people, where are you? Okay, hey, listen. No more only subscription. We're going to have a subscription option, but pick 60 songs. How many are on the thing? 60, okay. Pick 30 (laughs) songs and offer it straight up for $30. That's it. Give somebody an option to just buy something. <laughs> We're doing the old drug test. You give
2: them a taste, you see if they keep coming. All right. The other uh... Far Cry people, where are you? That was what <laughs> I was going to say. You go talk to the Assassin's Creed people, and if so, help me God, either of you come back to me with a similar idea, somebody's getting fired. <laughs> <laughs> You're both allowed to go into a room and fully plan both your games in front of each other and neither of you are allowed to have a similar idea to the other person. And if I can even just take a whiff, a scent of a similar idea, we're going to have problems. All right. It's a single player game. That sounds like a similar thing. (laughs) (laughs) Just, Just from the word go like, no, no, I'm playing. I'm playing. I understand. (laughs) We're good. Don't worry. Don't worry. And there's a villain, okay? I'm telling you, that's close. (laughs) But you're, like, not sure what side you're on. I swear to God, if you're doing this again, (laughs) you get to make choices through the story. Like, Mass Effect choices? Nah, like, choices that don't really mean anything, but, like, we're going to kind of make it feel like you do.
4: I no. think I would go
3: with the Joker approach, where I'd be like, I want a live service game, I want an RPG, I want an action-adventure, and I want... What's another genre we could go for? MOBA. And I want a MOBA. <laughs> <laughs> and then you take the head of every, like, you know, the Assassin's Creed guy, the Ghost Recon guy, the Division guy... Snap a pool cue in half and say, <laughs> winner it gets just the feel like, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta fight for the genre you want. <laughs> <laughs> we end up with a fucking
2: I don't even know a Just Dance MOBA <laughs> Just Dance Battle Royale uh, which honestly could exist they could have done that the same they way that uh, Tetris 99 is a thing Just Dance 99 is waiting
4: yeah anyway yeah
2: again we can fix you you're just not gonna like it The immediate impact is going to be negative. Our four-year plan, beautiful. And when you say, what is that four-year plan? I go, I need to see everything else first, and then I'll tell you in a month. And it's not going to be pretty. (laughs) We got to see how bad it is. (laughs) Who are you to decide? Just somebody that has a pretty decent pulse on the population. But people love Beyond Good and Evil. People don't even know what that is anymore. (laughs) Just because Frank over there is wearing the T-shirt from the first game, from the release night, which Frank, I mean to talk to you about that.
4: Get a goddamn new shirt. You smell. Just because he wants it, we're not making games for Frank.
2: We're making games for a lot of Franks. And they all don't think like him. <laughs> Number eight, staying in Europe. The European Union's antitrust regulators are preparing for their investigation into Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard, oh, excuse me, including issuing surveys to developers to gauge their concerns over the deal. The questionnaire issued to developers contains around 100 questions and covers topics such as whether the deal will affect the bargaining power for developers and publishers trying to sell console and PC games via Microsoft's platforms and services. Not sure how that's relevant. Uh, how important the Call of Duty franchise is for platform holders and providers of their subscription services. What? Whether I I'd like need you to explain this to me afterwards. Um. Whether there would be sufficient alternatives if Microsoft decides to make Activision Blizzard's games exclusive to Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Cloud Gaming. Whether exclusivity would grant Microsoft and, by extension, Windows any particular advantage on PC. <laughs> Uh, Whether Activision's wealth of user data would give Microsoft any advantage in developing, publishing, and distributing video games. (laughs) Fucking good joke. And whether the deal changes perceptions of which cloud gaming services are most attractive. Even funnier. Speaking of regulators, regulators in Brazil approved with no restrictions. Brazil doing the good work. Saudi Arabia as well. Never mind. I don't think I can ally with those two countries. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't look at the whole
3: questionnaire, but uh, my assumption is twofold. Um, it's a blanket questionnaire just to try to get a barometer reading of how the industry feels about it. And the second part is the regulators have no fucking idea how the video game industry
2: works. Yeah. So, why would you ask another developer how important the Call of Duty franchise is for platform holders and providers of su- subscription services?
3: I really like the. <laughs> would it grant Microsoft and, by extension, Windows any particular advantage on
2: PC? <laughs> what Windows, bro? <laughs> like, uh... it already does. Like, it doesn't matter if. Microsoft does this acquisition. That still exists. Whether the deal changes perceptions of which cloud gaming services are the most attractive. Well, one just shut down.
4: So, you're down to two. Luna. and Well, I guess GeForce Now. And XCloud. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing?
3: The um the investigation, the EU's investigation
4: is expected to take four months, by the way. Oh, all right. Well in case anyone's curious. Guess we'll hear about it next year. I think the Yeah, I guess that would be on, on track. I think well, they said well, it, they anticipated taking about a year. Yeah.
3: Anyway, speaking of cloud gaming, number nine, RIP. Publishers and developers are scrambling to support their players in wake of Google's announcement that Stadia will be shutting down. Ubisoft, one of the biggest publishers to support Stadia with multiple releases, announced via Twitter that it is working to bring the games you own on Stadia to PC through Ubisoft Connect. Meanwhile, Tequila Works CEO Raul Rubio uh, confirmed that Gilt, the studio's puzzle adventure that was one of Stadia's first exclusive titles, will be ported to other platforms. Other companies are endeavoring to transfer game progress away from Stadia, including Hitman, developer IO Interactive, and Destiny 2 Studio Bungie. Bethesda has confirmed that Elder Scrolls Online players will be able to transfer their accounts to PC which will move in-game progress, items, inventory content, and achievements. The company also said Stadia players already used PC servers, so their friends and guilds will also remain intact. It is nice to see that everyone is, like, shuffling everyone along to the next best thing.
4: Yeah, I can only imagine
2: it's chaos, though, in order to get it to work.
3: Some of it, I I suspect. I think I think like Ubisoft and Elder Scrolls Online, and I I bet a few of these kind of were like had contingency plans in place, like they were like, "All right, so what? What's the plan if Google hits the hits the lights?"
2: Yeah, but even those plans might have not gotten truly like established until four months ago. Yeah, we're like kind of slowly. Writing on wall type things are actually happening, and then there's some people that
4: were clearly d- denying it potentially happening. Mm-hmm. But good, good uh, nonetheless, for sure. Oh, here we
2: go. Number ten games publisher publisher Gamazumi said its upcoming titles Hot Tentacles Shoot and Elves Christmas Hentai Puzzle <laughs> were rejected by Nintendo for featuring nudity. Never would have guessed. Uh, the company said on Twitter that Nintendo was concerned that obscene content could damage its brand. Yamazumi also said, quote, we have confirmation that they do not allow uncensored boobs on their consoles now, end quote. There you go. Tentacles. I like that they were like, we now have confirmation that they don't allow that. Just in case anybody was curious, we tried. <laughs> they don't allow it. <laughs> No as, it, as if there was like a group of, uh, as if there was like a group of devs going, D- can we get away with that? Did anybody <laughs> know? And then there comes a guy going, oh, we'll find out. I got a couple games I can port. <laughs> My new hentai Hot game, Hot Tentacle.
3: What the hell was it called? Hot Tentacle Shoot. Hot Tentacle Shoot.
4: And then pick an adjective, L's a noun, Christmas and a verb. Hentai puzzle. Hey, listen, if you need something to play this holiday season, Elves Christmas Hentai puzzle coming to a store near you. Hot damn. Gonna have to check those out. Oh, number 11. New
3: Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet gameplay footage has been shared this week, providing trainers a new look at the. Uh, Paldian region. How do you say that? Pauldian?
2: Paul? Paul I'd Dien? say Paul Paldian region. I haven't listened to anything because I'm just kind of not interested, honestly.
3: And the new features in the upcoming games. The new footage showcases the Let's Go mechanics that allow trainers to send Pokemon off by themselves to battle others and gather items. All right, you're going to have to tell me at least some of these Pokemon names, bro. Oh, no. A <laughs> new Ghirapharag <laughs> evolution called... Faragurath, the picnics mechanic, the Terra-type Pokemon, and customization those are, those options, are, are and more. Those are double double palindromes.
4: Oh, okay. A little swappy swap. Oh yeah, so they are. Yep. Are you familiar with these Pokemon? Are they new new ones?
2: Uh, I believe uh, Girafarig is the
4: giraffe type Pokemon. Ah. So, hey, look at that Elv- evolution.
3: That would make sense.
2: The Terra type are the new, new Pokemon for this game. Yeah. But uh, I'm kind of whatever on it. So here we go. The entertaining thing. Speaking Number of other things, we're kind of whatever on. <laughs> Need for speed unbound is a thing. Talking to IGN, Criterion said the game will have 4K 60 frames per second racing. Crossplay for its connected online world. Offline play if you prefer to stay away from a bunch of losers. And overhauled physics system. I don't think they said the the, Criterion. Calm down with the loser comments. You know what I mean? Oh, rude. Uh, With Criterion promising something closer to sim racing games in terms of detail. (laughs) Which is really weird if you watch the uh, trailer. There will also be a story mode with a cast of fully formed characters, which nobody asked for. Here's their PR summary. Race against time. Oh, I should. I should actually. uh, Should do a little. Do a little dramatic reading here. Uh oh. (sighs) I gotta. I gotta sit up for this one. Oh Jesus, we're getting serious. Race against time. Outsmart the cops and take on weekly qualifiers to reach the Grand Lakeshore's Ultimate Street Racing Challenge. Pack your garage with precision tuned custom rides and light up the streets with your style and a vibrant global soundtrack that bumps in every corner of the world. You imagine mentioned, you if mentioned that was the only just all of this like, drum and bass just, just the entire time.
3: I wonder, uh, because he was featured in the um trailer, I wonder if the whole soundtrack is
2: just gonna be ASAP Rocky. That would be fucking hysterical if it's just one artist discography the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I do recommend you at least go watch the trailer so you understand when we say we're not excited and they say sim racing and we're confused.
3: Yeah, that's a hard uh hard pill as well I, I like the
2: premise because the premise brings me back to kind of old school most wanted yeah we're like yeah you're just outside street racing cool the cops are right, yeah that reminds
3: like... me of um underground with like the modding yeah. and aesthetic but
2: so i'm like I, I i want this to be good but what they showed i it leaves me wanting mm-hmm. uh anyway continuing on in the fun times the world is your canvas. Graffiti comes to life with an all-new, unique style that blends elements of the freshest street art with the most realistic-looking cars in Need for Speed history. Access a new toolkit of high-energy visual and sound effects to express your driving skills, including Burst Nitrous, a new boost tactic that delivers
4: a dizzying rush of speed. The Burst, burst Nitrous thing, like, that's... There's nothing
3: new about that. But it's a new boost tactic. Okay, right.
2: so it's implemented slightly differently than the last time you guys had nitrous, where you just pressed Spray and B comes out you of just, your butt, where you just hit B and it went really fast. <laughs> now you hit B and it goes kind of fast, but if you hold B, it goes faster. You know what I mean?
4: Whoa, oh.
2: <laughs> whoa, I am really curious. What do they when they say? Maybe they mean burst nitrous like before, and I don't, I don't remember hundred percent because there's been so many Need for Speeds. Where if you pressed it, you technically had to empty the tank. So maybe by burst they mean you can just press it for only like a actual like two second burst. So pop out of a corner, hit it to restrain yourself and keep mm-hmm. going instead of actually empty the tank, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. But I don't think I still don't even think that's new.
4: <clears throat> Race to the top.
2: To get to the top, you gotta take risks. Choose how and when to put it all on the line, pulling huge drifts, outdriving the cops, or placing side bets with your own earnings against rival racers. Time is money, so find the fastest way to earn enough cash to enter the weekly qualifiers and make it to Lakeshore's ultimate race,
4: the Grand.
2: Pretty sure I repeated myself at this point.
4: Yeah, a little bit. Because the
2: whole point of the story, I thought, was to get to the Grand. Yeah. The Grand. So I guess you can... It's just a typical, you earn money from doing things, mm-hmm. but it sounds like you could actually wager yourself as well.
3: Yeah. So rather like, than
2: just getting the 10 grand for winning the race, you could wager and potentially make like X amount of money more. So what's
3: stopping yourself from being like, oh, I'm going to fucking come in second and then come in
2: second, <laughs> like throw the race. Do you bet on yourself to come in second? I bet, I'm, I'm betting you can only, you can I can only I bet, bet on yourself winning to win. Yeah. Yeah. It would be hysterical if you're like, I'm going to come in third, which is actually harder probably than winning. Yeah. To specifically come and, in third.
3: And then need for speed game, then yeah, yeah. probably.
2: And if you're racing with Matt, it's going to be near impossible because he's going to pit you in the final corner. Yeah, I'm going to hip check you with my, my car.
4: Your wide-ass hips. <laughs> uh,
2: what do we got, two more of these? All right. Run these streets. The more you race, the more you build heat. While the cops pile on the pressure, you make tactical decisions using escape mechanics. Do you outrun the cops, battle them head on, or hide out in Lakeshore's underground? Run these streets, and you'll reap the rewards. Again, did I say the same thing except this time more with a slightly more cop focus? Yep. <laughs> okay. Alright. Just glad we're, glad we're retooling things slightly yep. here. Now arguably the least the most important part, when you think need for speed. Express yourself. Show off the latest fits and express yourself through your ride with the cleanest tags and driving effects to represent your personal style. Transform your car with unique wraps and cutaways and stunt on the competition with customizable win poses.
3: Whoa <laughs>
2: <laughs> the old jerkin it mechanic from uh winning in g t a yep. races
4: classic uh. I'm gonna quick just scroll through the
2: car list. The car list, and I can tell out... you, I can tell you that there's one Lotus. All right. Well, I'm just gonna point out some things I like. Okay. And we're gonna skip immediately to the DB11 and the Vulcan. Okay. I mean, the Alpha Romeo Quadrifuglio yeah, quadru- quadru- is on there, but I, it's just a hysterical. Oh, the Z4 is on there. Always appreciate an IA coupe and Roadster. M4 convertible is nice. Of course, this fucking Bugatti Chiron because you can't have one Bugatti, you
4: know. Uh, The Challenger. Two different, or a few Corvettes. Charger Hellcat. Ferrari LaFerrari.
2: It's a good one. It's an interesting Ferrari to put on a Need for Speed list.
4: The the whole list
2: is interesting to me because actually, yeah, the whole list is interesting now that I'm looking a little bit further at it. Also, the Ferrari list itself a Ferrari La Ferrari, Ferrari, (laughs) I like that one, Ferrari, (laughs) a Ferrari Testarossa. So the F40, which makes sense, but then the I don't really get this list because if you would have given Pista on there and the 458 Italia. If you would have given me this
3: list and said, hey, what Need for Speed game is this? I'd be like, oh, this is going to be like a Most Wanted.
2: Yeah, but that's what I think that they're going for again. But then when they say sim racing, it gets weird. Yeah, but then if you look at it, it's like, oh, this is going to be like underground. Yes, except for when they say, oh, and here's the Mustang Boss 302, the Mustang GT, and the F-150 Raptor.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Or the Crown Vic. And they they have the Chevy Colorado on there. Which is weird. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. Uh, my
3: favorite is personally the Volvo 1975, I believe. Volvo 242.
2: Of course, the Jaguar F Type, a Koenigsegg Zegregara. Lamborghini Countach. Oh, of course, the Lamborghinis make sense. A Countach, a Huracan, an Aventador. Oh, but the Countach 25th anniversary, Murcielago, Urus. Hurricane, Aventador, another one, you know, Diablo, Hurricane, Aventador, 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 Hurricane.
3: <laughs> I don't get why they do that. Like BXC, I know Jess,
2: so at least they have the sporty look. Yeah. Look
3: I know that there are like a million different versions of the of the different Lamborghinis. Like there's a million different Huracans, and a million yeah. different Aventadors. But the no average average person, they all look the fucking same. Yep.
2: Mazda RX eight, RX sevens.
3: The, the I mean, I feel like you. I feel like if you had a racing game that didn't have, you know, Mazda RX-7 nope. and Miata in that, at least. But no, yeah, I say. I mean, the
2: MX-5, yeah. sure, but like, yeah, the MX-5 is Miata, it's close enough. People uh, will like lose their goddamn minds. McLaren P1 F1 P1 GTR. Uh oh, there it is. My AMG GTR. Classic, classic Nate car. Mm-hmm. That he will never own. I don't know They made a million of them. I know, but I'm going to have to get like a shitty one in. I can't drive that around here. I, there's, I couldn't even pull in my driveway. I have to get my driveway already done. Or, you know, when I buy that, buy a new house. <laughs> uh, mini John Cooper Works Countryman. Lancer Evos. 350 or 370Z. There's like a million these 370Z, a Fair Lady, a Skyline 2000. Of course, one Pagani. A Polestar. Nice. A Firebird. A 911, a 911 Carrera, a 911 Carrera S, a 911 GT2, 911 Turbo S, 911 Carrera GTS, 911 Target 4, 911 Turbo S Cabriolet exclusive, 911 Carrera GTS convertible. I hate the 911 series.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: Cayman,
4: Subaru Impreza, BRZ, bleh. Golf in the Volvo Amazon. No Toyotas. Was there really no Toyota? No Toyota. Really? Mm-hmm. Shocking.
2: <clears throat> anyway. So yeah. I again I'm intrigued. Here's uh we've already talked about this with Matt, but here's exactly what I will do. Wait till it comes out, see other people that have decided to give it money to play it. And if it looks good enough give EA my $15 for an $80 game and or for $70 game play it for a month be done with it and say hey look ahead of time
3: yeah same plan I mean it doesn't look great so no hopes
2: are not high no they're not if I want to race I could just redownload Horizon or I have Gran Turismo downstairs these are
4: fair arguments which I do need to race a little bit more in Gran Turismo at some point Need to wide stance that GTR and let it eat. I need to play it. Period. You need to play games. Period. The Rumor Mill. First up. You're gonna love it. <clears throat> A Horizon
3: Zero Dawn remake is currently in the works for PlayStation Five, alongside a multiplayer game based on the series. I'm angry. Why make new games when old games You game can remake old games. The excuse I saw was they wanted to add in all of the new horizons uh accessibility
2: options. Cool, you can still do that and not have to do a remake. So uh
3: I had this it's conversation right with idea with some work friends. And the common denominator of all the remakes is uh they all have some sort of movie or TV thing
2: um in the works. Ah, interesting. Who would have thought that they like money? Because yeah. stupid people are gonna buy it. Yep.
3: Uh there's a rumor making the rounds that PlayStation worked out a deal with Valve to bring Half Life Alex to the PlayStation VR two.
2: Which would be a very wise move. And before I continue. Yes. That would be a wise move. Before I continue, because somebody's going to yell at me about Overwatch 2 basically being a re-release of Overwatch 1. And here's what I'll tell you. That person. It's free to play. Kick rocks.
4: It's free to play. Problem solved. If the Last of Us remake was free to play. Or you got it because you bought Last of Us One back on the PS3, I wouldn't even question it. Be like, Mm -hmm. cool, go nuts. I'm not buying a game six times over though. Get away from miss me with that shit, I think the kids say.
2: I'm too old now. (laughs) That's a new one to me. That I say that, that might be four years old. Miss me with that? I don't know. Still
3: new to me. Uh Halo may be dropping the slip space engine in
2: favor of the Unreal engine. Oh my god, who cares? That doesn't
4: fix the issues. The issue wasn't your engine was bad. The issue was you were bad. Wow, they're just going to the ninth.
3: Killing themselves right now. Uh Starfield may be getting another delay. If updates to its Steam DB listing are to be believed. And
2: if Nate is surprised. No. He's not.
3: He's not surprised, guys.
2: Does this look like a face that's shocked? You can't see me, so exactly. Shocked Pikachu face. <clears>
3: that's <throat>
2: uh, my, my uh, profile picture. We're, oh, nice. My o 0365 that goes across everything picture. <laughs> nice. Uh, Death Stranding 2.
3: Stuff. A QR code spotted at the PAX Australia event in Melbourne leads to an image hosted on the Kojima Productions website of Elle Fanning with the words, Who am I? Printed
2: across her face. I don't know if you remember that poster. The Uh, silhouette one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said more to be revealed at like the Game Awards or whatever. Who am I? Um. So you go with that. You go with the Jackie Chan reference. Yeah. I always go with Timmy the Tackling Alzheimer's Patient. Mm-hmm. Which is a Scrubs reference? Okay, because I, I believe the JD is talking to Turk at some point. One of them has like lost him. Like, is it? Have you seen Timmy? Who? Oh, the tackling Alzheimer's patient. And then in the doorway behind them, you see a guy in a gown scream, "Who am I?" in Spear and Orderly. <laughs> Who am I?
3: Just grabs
2: <laughs> him and wraps him up. <laughs>
3: uh, there's since been another silhouette image posted with the words. Where am I? Ooh, and you take a guess what the third one is. What am I? Ooh, nope. I was gonna. Go How am one. I? Nope. Where am I? No, we did. We did who? You're missing what? one. Where? Of them. When?
2: When am I? No. Uh, all right, another one. What? We know other. <laughs> <laughs> the heart cut was the closest you've ever gotten to a Bruce what it was just so so good of a deadpan turn You go what <laughs> no it's who what when where how and why oh all of those are going to happen it's kojima every fucking one of those is going to happen up until the game awards or or to piss everybody off He'll end the preview of the Game Awards going, why am I? And then everything will go to fade to black, and Kojima will disappear in a cloud of smoke. And, and then he'll be, be like, Keeley. actually, this
3: was all just promotion for my podcast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it ends, and he goes, why am I? New episode next week on Spotify. And you're like, I, I swear, swear to God. No! <laughs> Kojima, not today. Not walking heaven it." Can you imagine Uh, him doing a podcast? Because all it would be was riddles the entire time. (laughs) He would never know what he was saying. Oh, God. You remember when he toted Death Stranding as you've been playing it the whole time? (laughs) 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 Motherfucker.
3: What does that even mean? Motherfucker. I just remember the experience of starting starting Metal Gear Solid
2: 5 and going through the whole thing and
3: being like... I don't know what the fuck this is. (laughs)
2: Just like the entire first hour of Metal Gear. where 45 minutes of it is you crawling on a hospital floor (laughs) and then randomly. uh... (laughs) Oh, my God. I don't fireflies just in this in the room. It's like whatever Uh fire. And you're like, I
5: have no fucking idea what is (laughs) happening.
2: And then the next hour is you talking to Big Boss and everything landing on a base with a dog, and you're like, cool, whatever, I'm here. And then five minutes later, they go, cutscene, you gotta leave, go fly into a mission. (laughs) Then you land in that mission, and there's this ghost squad just wandering around, murking you?
3: What the fuck? Still don't know what that game is. Uh, I only made it
2: three hours, and I was like, I'm out. Yeah, three hours. we literally made
3: made it to the same exact spot. And two hours were cutscenes. Yep. In true Kojima fashion. Um... And finally, a new Crash
4: Bandicoot game will reportedly be revealed at the Game Awards. So. Yeah, that's it for rumors. Crash Bandicoot. That will technically be Microsoft's soon.
5: (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah. (laughs)
5: Oh,
2: that's rude. Uh, All right, let's get through, get through some quick things here. The World of Warcraft Dragonflight PC requirements have been greatly increased compared to previous expansions. Get off your toasters and get to your cell phones. Number two, the European Union has voted to make USBC the common charging port across a wide range of consumer electronic devices, including cell phones and laptops, by the end of 2024. And here's what I say to that. Good but Good butt. And you'll agree with me on this. I like good butts. <laughs> I like I love me a good butt. You know, I don't, I don't want one Hey, let me holla at you. The issue
5: that
2: I, that I have, it's and it's the same issue that plagues us no matter what happens. God Whatever adapter they choose to. If they Rabbit choose, issue. If they choose lightning or, you know, whatever. Yeah. My issue is less the, obviously, yes, I prefer one one shape fits all. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I prefer that. But what I also wanted standardized with this was the rate of charge. Like that was of, a part of the conversation this n- week. Yeah, none of this C, and then, oh, it's still C, but it's, C with more power. And you're like, no, 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 no. Stop that. Don't give me 85 bastardized versions of C. That's not yeah. what I'm asking for. Because that's
4: just as bad. Yeah, they need to be standardized. At most, two. High power, standard. That's it.
2: I want one. I'll settle for two. I think...
3: I don't know how it factors in, but I did see somewhere is that the the stipulation is it if the device needs less than 100 watts, it's it should be USB-C. I don't know if that has any bearing. That doesn't,
2: that doesn't say anything on throughput. Still,
3: I know, but it doesn't like. I don't know if that because I don't know port, if the law ports, has
2: stipulations in it at all. Like DisplayPort's pulling the same shit, and I'm having to deal with it. And I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's pissing me off.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, the HDMI does the same thing, too.
2: Right. But DisplayPort's like... starting to do it worse because. The, so, DisplayPort 2, right? Yeah. Mostly everything is on 1.4A, uh-huh. I believe, is the standard. DisplayPort 2, quote, 2, isn't even on the 4090. It is on the Intel Arc.
3: Yeah, which makes sense. Doesn't but, isn't Intel a part of the DisplayPort?
2: But they don't actually have. They're not actually telling you the throughput on it. They're saying it's one point four with extra steps, and I'm like, that's not. I yeah, need to know the actual that's, numbers.
3: That's what HDMI did with the fucking two point one.
2: Yeah, and it's like, fuck off with this shit. Where they're I like, need, oh, it's
3: it's it's HDMI HDMI two point one, but it's really not. It's
2: H, it's like because two is technically one point four A with extra steps. Yeah i like, I need to know actual numbers, not just, like, feature bullshit. Anyway. Number three, Bethesda has surprised literally no one by confirming that Deathloop and Dishonored universes are connected. But hey, when that tweet went out, if you wanted to, you could check into the Xbox Now stream to find out more. Ugh. Number four, Polish developer Bloober Team has announced the Medium TV series adaptation in collaboration with Polish animation studio Fatige Image. Give me some Netflix thing, I think. Number five, PlayStation exclusive titles will release on PC at least one year later, while live service games will release at the same time on console and PC, according to the head of PlayStation Studios, Hartman Hulst. Hermdog. Hermdog's burying himself here because I will
4: put money down that next September, Last of Us is not on PC. I think he means going forward. Uh Uh-huh. Yep,
2: sure. That's how you cover yourself, Herman. You would say that, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you, Herman? Are you Herman? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Number six, entertainment platform Fandom has acquired a number of gaming brands from Red Ventures, including GameSpot, Metacritic, and Giant Bomb, as well as several other media sites. Number seven, Nintendo's purchase of Japanese CG production company Dynamo Pictures has been completed, with the firm rebranded to Nintendo Pictures. Number eight, the National Labor Relations Board has determined that the publisher's April decision to raise the minimum hourly pay for all QA testers, except those at Raven, was evidence of retaliation against employees for protected union activity. Oh, yeah, I didn't say that was by Fishing Blizzard, did I? It it was, though. Number nine, a Florida woman has admitted to murdering her sister for flirting with her boyfriend in Valorant. Florida woman. Slightly different than a Florida man story, but still just as crazy. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Murdering? Wow, I, I can't believe that. I I read that without thinking about it. Number ten, Grubby Entertainment announced that conglomerate Tencent is now a minority shareholder of its studio. Tencent immediately going back and everything we just read about them.
5: <laughs>
2: Number eleven, Bandai Namco Europe has increased its investment in German developer Limbic Entertainment, taking a majority stake. Limbic is working on sim title Park Beyond. Uh, number 12, the PlayStation 5 console has been jailbroken. The exploit uses a webkit vulnerability and can only be used on consoles running firmware 4.0.4.03 4. as it has been already patched into a firmware. Number 13, Harry Potter mobile games have amassed $1 billion in player spending. <clears throat> you Harry Potter nerds. Number 14, the Steam Deck can now be ordered without a reservation. The docking station is also available now. Can I get one? We can't play games. Fair enough. Hey, but that could be the easy, like, then you just walk into work, and you're just like, I'm waiting. Whatever. We. Good idea, actually. (laughs) Number 15, Crash Bandicoot 4 is coming to Steam on October 18th. Number 16, Dead Space Remake will be native on Steam. No origin client required. Hmm. 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 I don't believe you. Number 17, Electronic Arts announced the EA app for PC is officially out of beta and will replace the existing Origin application That's soon. the loophole. Yeah, you bet your <laughs> ass it is. Number 18, rumor is that God of War Ragnarok is 40 hours long with 20 hours needed for the campaign, including 3.5 hours of cinematics, to which Nate and Matt say, Haha, watch this. 20 hours needed for the campaign, so Nate's going to be at about 25. Matt will be at about 63. Yep. Trailers. Uh, Dead Space Remake Hey, if you didn't see it, it looks like Dead Space Callisto Protocol Hey, if you want to see Dead Space, but better There you go uh, Need for Speed Unbound I mean, you should watch it, because it's, it's something Modern Warfare 2 Hey, do you like Modern Warfare? Do you like it again? Uh, Gotham Knights Batman, but not And number F <laughs> <laughs> Super Mario, in which uh, Chris Pratt goes Hey, let's go to the Mushroom Kingdom did you watch it? It's bad. Yeah, it's real bad. Like I think the video. I think it looks fine. I think it looks like looks it fine. Sh- Jack it looks like Black is
3: Jack Black.
2: Yeah, but that's they hired Chris Pratt to do Chris Pratt's voice, and I'm like, can we, can we stop? As a, if I could, if I could pop my mic out of its stand and wander around the stage in front of an audience, I'd do it right now. Can we stop hiring actors to do voice acting roles? Yes, I do not. <clears throat> 110% do not give a shit if the Dwayne, The Rock, Johnson, Kevin Hart, Chris Pratt, Jack Black, whoever, are cast as these characters. I got I a secret t-
3: for you. Voice actors are generally better at doing voice acting than traditional actors.
2: Because guess what? There's a
5: fucking reason they're called voice actors.
2: Uh, Alright, I'm good. That's anyway. Good. Been I've uh, been seven days. How you been?
5: I've been
3: good, you know, living life, doing that whole thing. Um I have not done anything thrilling or exciting. Uh
4: still watching Andor. It's been good. Um yeah. That's good. That's it. What are you up to? I am close to finishing leveling in Wrath.
2: Almost there. One level away. I'll be done tonight when we get done with this. That's what he thinks. That's what I know. Oh. Okay. I will finish. Getting a little violent over here. I will attack you. There is not much separating <laughs> me from you. <laughs> That's fair. I'm uh, probably slow. hop into some overwatch at some point. Play a couple rounds and be like, hey, look, hey go pew pew shooty shoot and like, yep, it's still Overwatch. Same as I remember. Uh, League of Legends World Championships are going on right now. We're in the group stage, so I'll be watching that all weekend. It was very entertaining. Which is surprising, because you have no idea what's going on. Well,
3: watching it for a few matches. I mean, you can understand. You can, you,
2: you obviously understand. Yeah,
3: you know, it's, like, it definitely makes far. more sense. You know, I can actually, my eyes adjusted, so I'd be like, okay, I can, I can understand what's going on on the screen now. So
2: I did have him watch about three matches. So
3: yeah, they were all very good matches, actually.
5: Yeah,
2: the casters are a little bandwagony. <laughs> Not even bandwagony. They were shitting on the EU team for getting dumpstered.
3: Yeah, I mean that it was
2: funny. It was really funny, and they were EU casters shitting on themselves. <laughs> yeah, I mean they did.
3: It added to the enjoyability of of viewing. I believe. Yeah. So. It,
2: they were they were bandwagony, but they were technically non-biased because they were just, whatever team was d- getting dumpstered was going to get shit talked yeah. yeah. Hey, you guys are getting absolutely rocked.
3: And at one point, they did acknowledge They're like, yeah, wouldn't it be real wild if that other team came back? And, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd have to explain that away.
2: And the other guy was like, that's eh, not happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there is...
4: Oof.
2: There is a... Uh- there is that happening all weekend. Baseball playoffs have started. We're in the wild card round. A lot of best of three game series happening. Uh, all game ones happen today. So game twos will be going on if you're listening to this on Saturday. And then game threes, if needed, will be on Sunday mm-hmm. and Monday. Uh, so, yeah, it'll be interesting there. And F1 is in Japan this weekend. So that's a Sunday night Chupon. at 1 a.m. Sunday morning at 1 a.m. race. Tell you what I'm now watching. Uh then that'll be basically it. Football and, you know, just kind of vibing. Yeah. Doing as I do. Once I get done leveling in Wrath, it'll hopefully be dungeons and raid grinds and try to get myself some gear, do the vibe there, and then I can go back to playing retail where I belong.
4: Classic's so slow, man. I gotta go fast. I'm a zoomer. No boomer. I feel ya. I feel ya. Don't know how you do it, to be honest with you. Which part? Uh, Classic? Yes. So, the only
2: this goes back, we've talked about this before, the only reason I leveled in the original WoW Classic was because I had Todd. If I did not have him, I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. I did not finish leveling in Burning Crusade, because I let him continue to go ahead of me, and then I went, and fuck this, I'm done. Yeah. I also don't like Burning Crusade. I like Wrath. I enjoy Wrath, and I'm playing a character that I played back then, so it's all it's all nostalgia for me at this point. And then I, I can do that. Mm-hmm. But retail's where my heart is. Zoom, go, fast move.
3: That's fair.
5: Pew, 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 pew.
2: That's fair. I was on the other day when I watched uh, Server First go down for Nakt. Mm-hmm. And server first pops, and a couple people in the go, they're like, Wow, really? and yada yada. And I was just like, I'm not surprised at all. Like, the fact that it took that long is more interesting. <laughs> I thought it'd be dead faster. I mean, everything's been known for so yeah, exactly. long. It's like, all, but... it's all meth out. Everybody knows what they need to do. It's not like it's a, they changed a couple things now. Like, some skips don't work, and some other stuff. So you,
4: you have to go a little bit slower, but like mm-hmm. you get, the, the fights are all still basically there. But yeah, that's all I got. I maybe got I'll none. play some show this weekend, depending on how everything feels. How? Like if I get if I get the baseball itch, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Playoff itch. Yeah. I gotta itch those playoffs. Oh, maybe I'll watch some I might watch some Bond too. Just cause. I mean, it does.
5: Background it colors.
2: is like Bond weather. I feel like. Oh, we're we're very much in Bondathon vibes. Mm-hmm. We're getting there because I, I, when I saw the thing for like Bond Day or whatever from Prime, I had that moment where I went Bondathon. <laughs> bond. That sounds like ooh, I haven't had a I haven't had
4: a good Bondathon since the Spike days. There's so many Bond movies too. I know. There's twenty five of them. You could have a bond a fucking week. Or the only one I, with... I,
2: I think, I feel like the first one I need to watch, I, I already watched The World is Not Enough. Yeah. But it's a rewatch. I've already watched it multiple times. Yeah. I feel like I need to watch, uh, In Her Majesty's Service.
3: That's the one that I'm, I'm most curious about.
2: I need to watch that. And then I need to rewatch like a bunch of Roger Moore ones. Yeah. You mentioned Moonraker. Moonraker's up there. Always enjoy From Russia With Love
4: good intro good uh theme song so i always like i always am like oh, i'm not gonna watch a sean connery one or whatever
3: and then i started watching a sean connery one i'm like that's yeah, good
2: shit doctor knows <laughs> doctor knows pretty good yeah that that is the thing is like i, I kind of have that same vibe sometimes where i'm like yeah it's just so old and connery's kind of when you know a little bit more about him and then you you kind of watch you like ah but the movie though
3: Gotta watch some Goldeneye too, probably.
4: I'm invincible. Yeah, a little golden eye, uh uh Diamonds are forever Uh Die Another Day. Yeah. Yeah. Thunderball. It's all they're all good. They're all good. Anyway.